This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have a very special guest. Uh, his name is Gary Brackett. He's an ex-NFL player, a captain of a Super Bowl team, and he's now the founder of Champ Builders. Uh, he's a business coach, and I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Gary, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Yeah, like, th thanks for taking the time. You know, we started kind of like, oh, we got to set up the things, you know, some technical difficulties, but we figure it out. And uh, I'm excited to dive in into your story. So um, let's kick it off with a quick, uh, a quick background, because I want to I want to talk a little bit about that NFL and, you know, being a captain, that leadership and how you translated that into business and then, you know, take it from there. So go yeah, ahead. Uh, so I think uh, like a lot of your listeners, um, I was an underdog. You know, uh, I'm 5'10", 230 pounds, not your typical NFL size and height, right? So uh, I was a walk-on in college, so didn't get a scholarship, going to Rutgers University, uh, almost got kicked out of school because I couldn't afford to pay uh, my third year there. Uh, my parents had refied the house, did everything they could, and um, thank God I was able to get a scholarship. And that moment kind of changed my life because I can remember when I got a scholarship, I went to the weight room and I'm excited, and I'm telling all my friends, uh, and then one of the guys that was in there, he looked at me and was like, scholarship, you should worry about starting. And in my mind, I'm just like, man, I just wanted a little scholarship, you know, graduate, get my school paid for, go get me a job, you know, just this normal life. But then when he challenged me, he said, you should be starting. I think initially I wanted to start, but I think life happens in a way that it starts beating you down and some of your dreams you start giving up on and you just like start being accepting like the status quo. And, and that really like re reset my mindset, like, no, you should be the starter. And then I asked myself that night, like, all right, what would I have to do to be the starter? And I made this long list of everything I had to do and what I had to commit to. The next day I committed to that list, man, I was a starter, um, two-time captain, two-time MVP, and now I'm in the Rutgers Hall of Fame. And, and it's just to say, not about me and my story, but, but I think it happens to so many other people. I just feel like so many people are one decision away from changing their lives. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. And and, and that's a, it's a similar thing in, in business because business is, it's a sport. It's a sport, yeah. you know, and, and that's why I know that, you know, that similarities of going to be a leader in the field to now being a leader in business. It's just, you know, when you're in, in uh, and especially in NFL, it's kind of like you go to war, right? Like you have your war buddies, you go to war uh, and, and it's no different when in business, right? It's your, your there's a competition, there is, uh, a lot of sacrifice that need to be made, a lot of commitments that you need to be made to grow as a person and as a, as a professional. So uh, I, I, I I can see how you relate that to to the people uh, like in the audience, right? Because we have a lot of people just starting out their business or thinking about starting out or maybe even, you know, seven, eight or even nine figures that that being listening to this podcast. So there's everything here and people can relate to to this. So, you know, thank you for for giving us that little story so we understand that background and, and for us to get inspired and get perspective to be able to 
to use that to be like, hey, like, yeah, I feel like an underdog right now, but I, I know I, I just have to reverse engineer. Okay, I want to be seven-figure business. So what does a seven-figure business owner does? And let's let's commit to those things. So yeah, that, that's what it got me thinking. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the crazy part is, is like, you know, so many people, I had a I had a real earlier this year that so many people want the seven-figure salary, but don't want to implement the seven-figure habits that's going to get you to that salary. And it's like, you know, the, the work has to come before the reward. Like you have to sow the seed for it to grow into this beautiful blossom forest. And so many people aren't sowing the seeds are, they're sowing the seed for a little while, they're redigging it and putting it somewhere else, sowing it somewhere else. It's not working fast enough, so they redig it up. And then every time you do that, like you restart, you know, the track. So it's really about being consistent, being dedicated, understanding that it's going to take some time. But if you fight through, push through, get the right coaches, the right mentors, listen to the right, you know, information, um, you can succeed. Yeah, uh, definitely. And uh, uh, you you made a piece of content that I consume actually that you were saying that, and that's something that I uh, it really got me thinking about that when you're saying like, because um, you like you can't expect to to have a seven figure business if you're not a seven figure business owner right you got to become that that first and and before the financial part like you have to have all the skill set or the traits right all the the commitment so definitely uh, that that one that piece of content that you shared it really hit home so so then okay so can you can you tell us a little bit about how you did that transition, right? Like, okay, you went to like underdog, so now I am uh now I'm actually made it. I'm a captain. I'm going to championships, and now, now it's like, well, I, I gotta continue life, right? Like the sports is, is was one part of my life, probably one of the most exciting parts of your life, and now it's yeah. like, okay, I'm transitioning now to this business coach, business strategy. So, can you walk us kind of kind of how you did that transition? Yeah, well, similar story. I went to college and I mean, after college, went to the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts, and I was a free agent. So pretty much starting the same spectrum as a walk on, um, uh, earned um, my way on the team. Um, three years in, I became a captain, the starter. Uh, for six seasons, I was a captain with Peyton Manning. Uh, fortunate enough to go to 2006, 2007 season. We went to the Super Bowl, we won it. And, you know, I had a great nine year career. And like you said, all great things come to an end. Uh, NFL uh, stands for not for long. Um, the average NFL career is three and a half years. I played nine. Um, and when I was finished, uh, you know, I was 31 years old. So I had a lot of life to live. So the first thing I did was kind of to retool and get an MBA from George Washington University. And I felt like for me, um, I, I realized that we all have these two boxes that we carry around. But for so many of us, we always pick up the tool that we're most comfortable with. And for me, it was the hammer. And the, the challenge, you know, leaving the NFL is that when you have a hammer in your hand, every situation looks like a nail. Right. And and as a business owner, what I realized, like you got the first tool you got to put away is your hammer because people will sue you over you know the littlest thing. So understanding what tools to use, but then also at the same time, sharpening the saw. At the same time, recalibrating things. So that's why it's extremely important, no matter what you at, to be a lifelong learner and always, you know, personal development, always want to grow and get better because it's it's doing that, right? Is the person you become while making seven figures is, is gonna help you sustain that once you get there. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 always 
like you have so many things at your disposal and i see a lot of people and even like uh the, the, i see this noticing the, my girlfriend and sometimes even in me and i come catch myself doing it it's like uh like that either or it's like oh no i either have this or i either have that like and we live in a world that is an and world like we can yeah. we can do this we can do that and we can use this tool and we can use that and we can use it different ways it's all about that strategy and the purpose and everything that like what it what is the plan behind it what where's the goal right like and you're using the right things and sometimes trying something and it didn't work and then try something else right so it's always uh making sure that you're sharpening like you said right and calibrating it like you're gonna fail so accept that, right? So then sometimes, you know, you have a tool, you, that's not the right tool, just get another tool. You're always like reassessing. The market changes too, right? So there's so many different things. So yeah, that that's a, that's a great advice. So uh, talking about, about you know, advice, uh, what advice, uh, like actionable steps or or some mindset ch- changing advice that you have for people that, that want to, you know, want to succeed maybe in like in business uh, coaching or maybe even as, as your clients, right? Like what kind of advice do you have that are, will be actionable for the audience to to be able to take action on right away? Yeah, one, a big mindset shift is um, like, don't think that it should be easy, right? And, and sometimes we look on social media and Instagram and we see the limelight and people posting all these things. Um, but I tell people at the time, people aren't who they post to be. So these same people that you that you look online that are crushing it are actually in debt or they're crushing it. And they're like, you know, one thing away from them being miserable. So first thing, word of advice is the number one thing you should focus on is your happiness and your fulfillment. Now, understand what's required for you to have that, because I see so many people, you know, put their ladder, if you will, on the wrong mountain, the wrong hill. And then they get to the top of that and they're still miserable and they're lonely and they're frustrated. So first of all, you got to know who you are and what you really want. And not only what you want, but why you want it. And when you understand why you want it, it could like you could like really like like size it down to something that's actually going to be manageable for you. Because the next thing I'm going to tell you is like celebrate the small steps along the journey. Um, so many people feel like they have to wait to the end. If I want to make a million dollars, right? If I got nine, 900,000 and you start off with, with 50,000, like, no, I don't have a million. I'm not going to be happy. It's like, no, bro, you can celebrate. You, you, you've done a great job getting thus far to this point. And it's just like enjoying the journey is so critical because so many people, you know, want to keep on delaying that gratification and, until they actually get there. But man, you got to celebrate yourself along the way because the outside world, don't 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 let them be the ones that clap for you because when they stop clapping, then you're going to be all caught up. Um, the third thing I would take, and this is like a cheat code, is like finding someone who did it and model them. It was like success leaves clues. And in life, no matter what you're doing, I can promise you it's not unique. Or I can promise you someone else did it before Maybe a different type of way, and and that's your and that's your value proposition. That's what makes you genius. Like how you solve that problem. But there's a lot of people who did something similar to you, and that you can learn from. So you know, a lot of my mentors are, are dead, right? But they wrote books, and it's crazy to me how some people still don't read. And and my thought is like, what's the difference between someone who doesn't read versus someone who can't read? It's like there's no difference. So I think reading, educating yourself, 
There's some valuable information in these books, but then put into action, testing it on the market, not getting so caught up in your head is not going to work. It is going to work. Like test it out and then, you know, get that feedback from the marketplace. And then you can pivot and, and switch lanes based on data and just not based on you one one day thinking one way, the next day thinking another. Yeah, I I completely agree with your three points because it, it, it describes a lot of like, you know, the advice that I give, the advice that I get, the the type of content that I consume. I literally was just uh, replying to a uh, a post yesterday that said, uh, actually, there was two posts from like the same almost group of people that they posted similar. So you know how important this is, <laughs> it, it, which is the part of like celebrating that the the wins, right? And that's a that's a big part because uh, it's when you like you wanted this goal. Right. If if you feel like, oh, like my check mark in my in my bucket is like it's just when I do this, but then if you divide that into small little pieces, right? Okay, so I want to make a million bucks, but then I know let me reverse engineer what I have to do each day. So also today I gotta send 10 outbound messages, follow up with 10 people, and like do like exercise, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like you put that. So if you finish those things, you can be like, like, okay, check, like I did this and, and feel good. And that way it's, it's a way also to, to tricking your brain in a way to feel that, that like accomplished and then the release is dopamine, serotonin, right. And you feel better. So now you can do more work. Right. So right. it, this is like, um, like a hack, right. It's like, Hey, let me, let me, let me continuously reward myself in small little things. So that way I, I, I get motivated. And when you, keep that going then you can work actually more and then you can get to the actual goal a lot quicker so that that is um, a very important thing and in that that that's something that i, I tell myself all the time because i I'm a, I'm a little like like most people right like i'm a hard on myself sometimes yeah. and be like damn like you know I have all these goals that i want to achieve and and uh, and sometimes it's just like there's always like life situations happening. It's like, oh, things that don't go the exact way that you want it. And then like you were dealing with something and something else happens. Right? And sometimes we're humans, right? So there is so much dealing in business. I think the, one of the hardest things is you're dealing with other humans and then you have to understand how to make them happy. How do you, how to, how to keep everything right? Communication is, is so important. So that's why like having that, that mindset, right? Of, of making sure that, you assign like small little wins so you stay motivated uh that that's something that has been like very big for me and then what you said too is like look social media should be something that we use to connect and to share right it's a, it's a medium but not something that we measure ourselves against right like don't like people are not what they post about right like you said like uh so, so that, that is something that I have in mind and I tell myself all the time. Cause then I see my friends like going to this game or something. It's like, shit, like I'm here grinding out, you know, but then it's the, yeah. it's the big vision. That's why like having that, that purpose and that, uh, that way of, uh, of knowing yourself and knowing like, okay, this is my goal. This is what I want to do in, in fulfilling in myself. Not just like financial goals, not everything like what. So you enjoy the journey, right? Like, cause it's not right. about the goal. It's about also enjoying the journey, that constant pursuit, right? So that's something that that definitely. And, and, and I, the, I, the crazy part is, is like, and success is like however you define it. And and some people are looking at someone else and how they define the success, and some people are actually winning. 
There are some people that are posting some things that are winning, but that's their definition of success of how they want to win. I can remember being in the restaurant business at one time. I had a restaurant tour, had 10 stores, uh, 400 employees, big operation. And my managers will always look at our competitors and always want to like match or undercut them. And, and for me, to them, which is like, I don't know what their strategy is. So I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. But while that may be perception of bringing people in, we don't know their P&L. We don't know if it's actually working. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, and, and so many people get into this race where it's race on price. People trying to cut your price. It's like a race to the bottom. So I think you holding firm on what it is, the value that you provide, your value proposition that you offer the marketplace, and standing firm on what it is that you deliver, who you are. And I think it just bowls for a much longer, healthier, you know, business life cycle, as opposed to like constantly looking at someone else and your competitors and chasing something. It's like the shiny objects in you, right? There's always going to be another shiny object. So you've got to be laser focused on what it is that you're after and reverse engineer how you're going to get there and then and then mark out on your journey. Definitely. that, that That's a very key word for success in general, especially in business, focus, right? Focus is it right now, especially more than ever, uh, it, the distractions are in the palm of your hand in your pocket yeah. everywhere. Like now it, it's, it's crazy because there's this algorithms in social media and everything. They're designed to, to feed you exactly what you like. Right. And sometimes I feel like even in TikTok, like they, they know, like the algorithm knows better about you like you don't even like it but because you consume it a certain way like they already know and it's it's like a like there's like drug dealers giving you a drug right like, and your yeah. brain doesn't identify like the difference right we have a brain that it's really hasn't caught up with the technological advance uh, you know the, the the advances that we are and now we're doing a big jump now with chat gpt right like being ai being democratized now that it's just free for everybody that's a like that just happened a couple of months ago, right? Like this is just new, yeah. like the big. So that's why we have to be very mindful about us. Like our mind is not ready for all this, so we have to anticipate that, and then being able to kind of trick ourselves to be able to like focus. So it's like put 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 yourself in in like discipline things like. Hey, like disconnect the phone or do not disturb or certain apps or certain things. So that way you, you block out that noise because you can do so much in like two to four hours of focus work. And I've, I've noticed that it's like, look, I've, I've been uh, putting timers, putting stuff in like, I just like focus, like, okay, I eat, I eat everything. I don't have anything that hurt. Enough. Let me get comfortable. And now I'm just going to focus on this. And it, it, when I do that, I'm like, damn, like I should be focused more often, you know? So that's what I was saying. Like focus is such a big word. And if we master focus, we can master anything because we can accomplish so much when we get focused. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, so um, I uh, I like talking in, in, in here about like also like friction points too and, and, and challenges. So, you know, when you are coaching people, um, is there, you know, other than the things that we have mentioned, is there any is there any specific friction point that you've had with multiple, maybe multiple clients that you have able to to solve for them by just, you know, giving them a, a key piece or, you know, just by experience? 
Yeah, so um, this is one thing. You do a good job at it. I do a good job at it. And it, it, we know it's a huge differentiating factor right, um, in, in, in success, right? And it's this ability to go online and communicate effectively with your audience. And so many people who I talk to want to make this distinction between, oh, that's my business and my business page, and I'm over here living this boring lifestyle, and I'm never going to show up online and show people who I am. And I'm just like, you're, you're killing yourself, right? Because people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust, and you have this big personality, and you're letting a little bit of pain in your mind punk you out of a promise. And if you showed up and gave the value that you have and offered it for free online, people will do business with you. And there's so many excuses, right? So many fears, so many limited beliefs. I don't like the way my, my voice sounds. Uh, I don't like the way I look. I don't have the fancy equipment. Like you're you're shooting on the iPhone 12, but it looks fantastic, right? <laughs> so it's like, so all these things are limitations that we have. And, and what I try to help them do is like, all right, cool. Depending on your resources, let's control our controls. If you think it's because the lighting and the camera, you can afford so, I set you up and get the big, biggest thing. That's not it, right? The, the biggest thing is you having a plan and you showing up and being authentic and talking in front of the camera. And I think when you do that and when people start doing, get comfortable doing that, that's when I see not only from a consumer standpoint, seeing the value that that you, you articulate and, and want to do business with you, even hiring becomes easier because now I'm just not, you know, getting interviewed or joining a team that has a logo. I'm joining a, a, a person who has a vision. I'm joining a person who has passion. I'm, I'm joining a person who are, articulates their message. And all those things are extremely powerful. But until, you know, you pick up that phone, uh, you pick up that camera and press play, like you're going to always be, you know, the best kept secret. So, yeah. so that's one of the biggest things, especially now with all the features that we have, that that's a game changer where people get comfortable going online and, and speaking up about what it is that they do. Yeah, that I'm so glad that you brought this point because this aligns perfectly with my mission and vision, my movement, basically, right. because I, 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 I my, my uh, tagline is empowering ideas into movements, right? That's my tagline. And the, the three pillars for that uh, that I've identified as having uh, branding and it's not the, having the perfect logo or the perfect name or anything, just something that people can remember and then a, a story that's attached to it that people can relate to, right? So then it stands for something bigger than any individual. Then right. you go into the content, which that content is where you become digitally omnipresent. That's where right. you show like yourself. So that way people want raw, people want to see like, because it's so much harder to bullshit to through video and through uh, being on a podcast and a stage, right? Because it's like, so raw, like anybody can write content and stuff. And, and it's good. Like it's good content, writing content is good. But like the video, it's, it's, it has everything, right? And you can transcribe from there and get right. And so when you show up in video, you show as much as a, a real person, like people see you and then you can, don't be afraid to show your mistakes. People like that. People want to want you to show them that you're not uh, this godlike figure, right? Like you, you might have success or whatever, but you might be ahead on certain things that they don't know, like, you know, business strategy, for example. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you're human too, right? And, and when you show that side of you, it really, 
really helps people to to feel more comfortable about opening up to you, about reaching out to you and, and just give you the chance. Sometimes that's all you need because you can have the best services, the best product, uh, but if you're not even able to get the chance to prove it, then it doesn't matter. That's when the content comes into play because you can yeah. have, especially now with short video content, you record short video all the time and then being able to be so... Uh, versatile right like you can oh put it on linkedin put it on youtube shorts put it on tiktok put it in bam 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 like and you have the same content you just have different mediums now that you use and it becomes really easy when you get into the into the to the rhythm of things right and and the last thing that i that, that i have for like the the pillars of the movement right like the branding the content and then there's the publicity and the publicity yeah. is where you leverage other people's platforms, right? I like to say OPP, other people's platforms, because, you know, kind of like you coming here to this podcast, like my audience didn't know anything about you. Now, like you're merging that way. People might follow you and all that. And then also like when you get, you know, on a 10X stage, like people know that logo, they recognize that. So then they feel more uh, entitled to like, oh, like I, I should give him a chance, right? So so I, I like calling publicity the trust indicators because yeah. it, it's the thing that when you go and you see us seen in these places and then you look a podcast, you look a video of somebody in the TEDx, all these different things together. Every time that I go to a page of somebody and one of the first things that I see is them speaking on a stage and some logos and stuff, I automatically feel way more entitled to like, okay, let me dig deeper now. But when I, I come to a page, I don't see no no graphic design, like their cover, just no picture or minimum effort, like all grainy, all that stuff. And it's like, look, if you are, and then like sometimes they're like, oh, branding specialist. I'm like, how? Like you don't even have your own <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's crazy to me, like when I see that. So that's why like it matters, you know, graphic design, show to people, do that content. So thanks, thanks for bringing that up because that, that you know, that's right around my alley. And, and that's something that, and thanks for giving me the props that I do it right because you know I'm really trying. So thanks you. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's noticeable, not for sure. Oh uh, yeah, and it's noticeable too. I mean, I consume your content, I comment and all your stuff and stuff, and I literally found you from like um in like Facebook, uh, like just I kind of you appear, follow you, and then suddenly out oh, your group, and then suddenly oh let me just follow you on Instagram, and then boom, like I decided to send you a DM, and now we're here, right? So that's why, like, that's the power of content. If you wouldn't put in content out and stuff, like, then I wouldn't have find you and wouldn't have this, right? So that's a testimony of, of the power of just showing up online and showing yourself. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so, um, you know, that's, now to, to wrap this up, um, I like to 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 kind of, like, ask people, what is the either the one biggest takeaway or maybe two or three biggest takeaways that you want to leave the audience with? The, the first takeaway is that you're closer than you think. And oftentimes I find people thinking that they've doing all this work and they got 90% more to actually get to their destination. And in the book, Think and Grow Rich, uh, they talked about an example where someone was five feet from gold and they quit just five feet from gold, went back, sold all their stuff. Somebody came back, helped them out. They went through the rock and all this gold was there, changed their life. And so many people I find are five feet from gold um, and they just quit too soon. So I think it's like one addition by subtraction. I think there's some things that you need to quit doing and actually give you some more time to focus and do the deep work that you talked about on the things that actually matter. And then the second thing I would tell people is that you are legit one decision away from changing your life. 
like one decision of of being so fed up, being so frustrated, being so upset, disappointed, whatever the word is, is saying, that's it. I'm no longer doing X. That's it. I'm finally opening up my business. That's it. I'm getting rid of this person inside of my business that's a cancer. Like whatever that big thing is, so many of us think that we can't survive, you know, that next big move. And that's such a lie. And I tell people that you have survived up until this point, 100% of your bad days. And, and there will be more bad days and you're going to survive those too. So you, you are a survivor by nature. So don't think it's going to be easy. It doesn't get easier. You just become better. But you got to make that decision, become better, whatever it is you want to become better at and start putting in the work. That's, that's, I really, I really like that um, because you're closer than you think that that's something that that it's such a small phrase right but it, it means some so much especially for me right because uh, i've been doing this for a little bit over two years and a half now and mm -hmm. uh it and it's it's been like so like you know there's been so messy there's been some great things there's been so many things and then i'm always thinking like oh i feel so far but but like at the same time then i i remember just my last couple conversations and stuff and how i'm getting uh partnerships with, with like 10x stages with like grant cardone and like thoughtleader.com and all these different things it's like damn like i might i just have to be patient you know and like i'm closer than i think and that's something that thanks for 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 really uh telling me that because um i feel like i kind of needed it <laughs> so no, no, no. Uh, th thanks for that Oh man, like you know, this has been a, a pleasure um uh, to have. A, I, I love sports. I'm a very competitive guy, so I knew that bringing you here is gonna be something. Uh, we don't have a similar nature, right, of that competitiveness, and then now be, being in the in the business strategy, right, like go lean to the PR side of things a little more, right, the movement and, and stuff that I do, but still like business strategy in a way. It's just like I lean towards more of the the image, but. Thanks for taking the time. Really, like it's it's been it's been really really pleasant for me. So I know there's gonna be some people that wanna wanna find you, and obviously you know like uh, you probably have many many ways to find you. But what what's your preferred way for people to find you? Yeah, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Gary Brackett. Um, just my name. Um, I, I typically respond back to comments there. So if, you know, I said something that resonate with you. Um, you could definitely reach out there uh, for business owners looking to. Um, 3x their their business while saving time putting the systems and strategies uh champsco.com is where you find information about my culture program and how i help small business owners you know kind of scale and grow and kind of you know not be overwhelmed while they're doing it thank you thank you for sharing that um made it pretty simple and then you know like always uh, i'm gonna put the links in the description but i like to kind of uh the audience to to hear from you so thanks again for for taking the time. This was this was great, and uh, I hope that we can have uh, more conversations and, and and build something together. Maybe so that would be cool. <laughs> All right, man. Sounds great. Okay, right. perfect. So this uh this was Gary Brackett and Fu, and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Fu with your host Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.